awkward. I I can feel I feel awkward when so I can feel their awkwardness if that makes sense. Oh, so yeah. that's why I just wanted to make it a relaxed place because energy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we ready to roll? Yo yo yo! Hi, my name's Luke, and welcome to Keep a Luke Out. And on today's episode, we have Ash Assets, a leading investment educator helping people build wealth long-term in the stock market. Ash, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Thank well, you. I've had a good time already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been Spoke fun. about some stuff, man. We've about some stuff. Yeah. We've, uh, it's been, um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming down, mate. Nah, and, pleasure's um, mine, man. Was the trip all right? Amazing. Nice and easy. Um, but yeah, beautiful, man. We've got a great day as well. Sunny, incredible. Yeah, good. And uh, as soon as I got here, man, made to feel welcome. Thanks. I'm comfortable. I'm loving this space. Yeah. So uh, Easy yeah, like man. a Sunday morning. That's it. So it should be, man. Yeah, so great. So basically, what I... The purpose of the podcast for me today is I want to make it something that at the end of it, whether it's 100 people or 1,000 people, whatever the people is, the amount of people is that view it, I want to leave it something that it leaves people with confidence um, to hopefully begin to start. Because I think me and you both That's know- the mission. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think me and you both know that starting is- is the main thing and once people start they build confidence basically so that that's 100%. yeah that's that's the goal of the show today but yeah i appreciate you coming down mate and pleasure's um, mine man honestly thank you for opening your doors yeah. to me and uh let's let's get started so i've got some questions just some framework but obviously we'll just we'll just go with the flow of it but i've got some questions that i would ask you if it was just me and you basically yeah. okay because sure. i want to learn so um I've got questions. It was just me and you, but obviously we can just kind of go with the flow and go from there, basically. Yeah. So first of all, why the stock market? What is it? What is it about? There's obviously lots of different ways of investing. What is it about the stock market that to you resonated? And um, how did you start out in the stock market? So first question, I mean, why the stock market? And I'll be honest with you, the main reason is because the stock market doesn't care what color you are doesn't care how smart you are. It doesn't care what you start with. It allows you exposure into something behind the curtain, I like to say, and start owning some great businesses yep. for a lower price. So I always say stock market's amazing because it's got such a low barrier to entry, yeah, yeah. meaning it costs so much more cheaper to get into it, opposed to, you know, there's oh, great things like real estate, things like that. and I'm not saying stocks is better than real estate, but what I'm saying is for the average everyday- More accessible. More accessible, yeah. that's the key word. And we, as people, we need access. The average person doesn't always have as much disposable income to deploy. Yeah. And go, not everyone can just go buy a property and fix and flip, or even just get on the property ladder. Everybody can get into stocks. Yeah, you can buy one share, you can 10 buy shares. Even better, you can buy fractional shares. Yeah, yeah. Something that is a piece of a piece of a share, and you can start with as little as one pound. And instantly, why I love the stock market is because it allowed me to become an owner by just pressing the, the buy button. Yeah, that's amazing. Just buying one share or a fraction of a share. I owned part of that business because that's what people need to understand with stocks is you're not owning these digital things up and down on a screen. You are actually owning pieces of great businesses. Yeah, nice. So that's why I love the stock market. Yeah, I like it. No, that 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 makes sense. The reason, one of the reasons why I like the stock, so obviously I've, I've asked questions because I really appreciate your opinion. And there are also things that, 
like when I was writing the questions, I was thinking, you know, what questions are important to me, if that makes sense, along my journey. Like one of the reasons why I like the stock market as well is because it's an infinite game. It's, it's like, major for a lifetime. Yeah, it's an infinite game. So like I like the fact that you can build positions in companies and you can start off with very small positions. And as you grow as an individual, as that company grows, you can grow your position in the company as well. And yeah, I, it's I amazing. Really like and that. what people don't understand or, and not lack of their own, because the education, you know, isn't always readily available to people, especially if coming from different backgrounds. But people need to start understanding that over 70% of all we love and use and consume is investable. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, Nike trainers. Spotify. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah. You know, we got watches, G G Shot watches, yeah. like anything we're loving snap. and using. It's snap. <laughs> Most people have got iPhones. Apple's on the stock market. We use Google every day. That's on the stock market. Yeah. How many Amazon packages are sitting in people's baskets as we speak? Yeah. Amazon's investable. So I'm not saying and my whole mission isn't to say stop buying the thing, be frugal. That's not my mission. Mm. I'm okay with people buying the things, but I want you to have more ownership than you have things. Yeah, I like it. No, I like it. And I feel that ultimately, if more people adopt that philosophy, you know, there is no negative to it, is there? No, it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a Because you're still having your cake and eat at that point. Yeah. You're still enjoying your nice things and your liabilities, I like to call them, because they're liabilities because they have no return on your equity. Yeah. Meaning you buy, I bought these trainers, they're not making me any money. It is a liability essentially but I enjoy them. I like them. But on the other side, I've got the ownership of the stock mm. in Louis Vuitton, which yeah. is LVMH. Yeah. So it feels better for me to be able to buy the nice thing, but in really I'm paying myself. Yeah. Because I own the company. Yeah. I own piece of the company. Yeah. I remember back in the pandemic in uh, 2020 or whenever it was. I can't quite. I think yeah. it was when. No, it seems that like so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've actually got this picture on my uh, Instagram page. And I remember on the pandemic, I sold a flat and I had, uh, I bought like a flat on like a help to buy thing. Okay. And it was like a, cause obviously I, you know, I, when I was 21, I didn't have, didn't have very much. And I bought this, I remember I put everything I had into this help to buy flat and, um, I think it was like 6,000 pound deposit or something, but they loan you that. Yeah. They loan you the rest of the deposit yes, for it. That's right. And anyway, I sold it in the pandemic because I basically had it empty. I just had it empty cause I'd moved to London and um, I got, because it, it had gone up in value, and I remember I got equity out of it. I think I got like 28, no, 37,000 in equity I got, which was a lot of money to me, you know? Right. And um, I put it all in Apple, which, which, which obviously, obviously this isn't, you know. It, we need to end the show right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's not, not, not uh, financially the right thing to do. But it was when Apple was like temporarily really weak. And I put wow. the whole 36 into Apple, and I remember it went to about 60K. Okay. And anyway, my point is, sorry, just to explain that that's how I bought this. <laughs> that's incredible. I bought this. I bought uh, like all, all my Apple stuff. Yeah. I remember buying it from. So we just proved the uh, point. We've gone full circle with yeah. it. And I, and I love that. And that's an amazing story because yeah. the highlight is yeah. you used the equity and the ownership you had like to buy the nice thing. Yeah. It just made, it did made sense for you. Yeah. But one thing I want to reverse engineer, I'm going to flip the script on you is how did you, if there is a methodology to this, how did you come to putting all that capital into <sighs> Apple? Because that's you can consider that's a lot of money. Yeah. It, and people might be thinking it was a lot of money, yeah. Would I do that? I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, so, the reason why I did it was because I was lucky enough that I'd already been in the markets for a little bit. So okay. I'd already had experience in the markets. Yeah. 
and I knew that when they were talking about the world was ending and da 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 I knew, <laughs> thankfully, that in two years or 18 months, I mean, I sold and sold this in about four months or something because it went up. It really recovered a lot. It was like a V-shaped recovery. But I just remember thinking, oh, it's going to come back. It's Apple after all. Boom. Yeah. But yeah, just I, I'm just using that as a funny example because, um, you know, I remember I bought I bought my missus an Apple phone. I got an Apple phone. I bought this. That's amazing. I bought some I headsets. And I remember going, <laughs> I, I, I remember thinking, yeah, this is, uh, I've got this on the house, you know, from being an owner. So, but yeah, so um, there's basically an example of being a consumer, but also an owner. Incredible. And, yeah. Um, and that's what, that's what everyone can do and have access to. Yeah, that's what's important. Can. And my demographic is focusing on that average, everyday average nine to five investor who counts themselves out because they think they've got a money problem, but really, and this may sound negative to some people, but really it's a behavioral problem with money. Habits. Habits. Yeah. Where are you spending your money? My big thing is been I focus well, on principles way. and values of the money. And this is what I had to switch because I was a consumer. I'm not, not shouting from the hilltop that I've always been perfect. Yeah. Always, I've been a consumer most of my life. It's only now in my adult life, I've switched to being an investor and an owner. But I had to realize that I had to change my values and principles around the money and actually have an honest conversation with myself and say, how much of my money I'm earning do I actually own? Yeah, what? Well, yeah, rather than just give it away. Rather than give it away. And then once I understand that part of it, what am I doing with that percentage? That's mm. what's important. And that's what can make the change in people. And that may be relative to people that may be 5%. People might have 10% after everything's said and done and their yeah, bills yeah. are paid. Some people may think I've worked that out and I've got 30%. Yeah. What am I doing with that 30%? Yeah. That's what's important and that's what will make the change. And that's the difference how you build wealth over the long term by developing exactly. them. Exactly. And, and yeah. It's a simple formula. Yeah. It hasn't changed since the eons of time. It's been the same. Yes, the world's changed around us, but the framework stayed the same. Yeah. But maybe as it's become more push like advertising pushing things down your face all the time, your throat down down pushing things down your throat all the time, it's maybe become more difficult to have anything left over because people earn more money and then your lifestyle just inflates, inflates, I agree. inflates. Yeah, lifestyle creeping. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and there's more distractions, there's more, you know, product to consumer is so much more accessible now. There's yeah. things popping up in front of your face before you think of them. Yeah, I get right? it. Right. So it is harder, granted, but then I, I combat that with, with, there's more information now and there's more ways to deter that. And it just starts yeah. with having that clarity and understanding that what do I actually net and own and what am I doing with that? Because that's a conscious decision. No one's forcing you to buy the thing or too much of the thing or going out too much. You're making that conscious choice. And if you really want to make a change, you have to make an extreme change in your habits. Yeah, currently. I get it. And that's why you see people that are, you know, earn much less than other people and they develop huge amounts of wealth over the long term because they've just got good habits. Yes. And it's and like I've seen as well in my life that I've seen people, not myself, but other people that have the ability to earn a lot of money sometimes can make them even worse. I think because, that's a detriment yes, personally. Yeah, because they, they have that income coming in that they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then yeah. they never start, right? And then they that's never- That's exactly it. Yeah. They get comfortable. Yeah. I've, so when you say, so- I'm a new, I'm, I've just started work. I'm working. I'm in the game. You know, I'm, 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 I'm hustling. I'm getting started in life. Where do I start? How do I, how do, 
you know, I've got £200 a month left over, say, okay. for example. Where, yeah. where do I start in terms of building wealth to make sure that in five years I go, oh, that was a really good decision? Where, yeah. where would you say is best for people to start? Oh, I love that. And we'll get to that. But let's take one step back. We use the word you're working. Okay. So let's take the everyday nine to five investor, which a lot of people listening is going to be the demographic. Yep. So I challenge people to say, if you work a nine to five, you will have this thing called a pension. Yep. Most people pay into them and people don't realize and what they need to realize is that your pension is directly tied to the stock market. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. you're already playing the game. Yeah, you just don't know you're playing the game. So it's people need to understand that first is that, and I love the nine to five investor because your nine to five is incredible. It's a, it's a wealth building tool if you think of it that way because it's your first business partner. Yeah. Your, your nine to five is a set amount of money, which you know is guaranteed every week, every month. So it's, the numbers are easy for you. An entrepreneur doesn't know when the next paycheck's coming. So the nine to five, I say, is a great wealth building tool because you know the exact amount you're getting. You know exactly how much is going towards your pension. You can even choose to add more to your pension but your pension is directly tied to the stock market. Yeah. And you won't know. That's the genius what the workplace pension did in, the, in this country, in the UK, in 2012. They introduced it and they got everybody across the nation investing in the stock market without anybody knowing. Brilliant. So for people saying, oh, I'm not going to start because stocks are too risky. You're already, already in. The, you're already in the game. Yeah. So my thing is, the next step is, is becoming the asset. So this is where assets only comes from, is becoming the asset. So what I mean by that is, Okay, we've established that. Okay, my pension's tied into the stock market. Let's now educate ourselves and take the ownership back of our pension, of our money, and yeah. start directing where our money goes into our pension because that's we can do that. Yeah. Go to your HR, you ask them for your pension details. They have to give you them, they will happily give you them. Yeah. You will clearly see where your hard earned money is being deployed. And unfortunately, newsflash for most people, your pension's job isn't to make you rich. The pension, they target and try to index around 2 to 3% a year. Yeah. That's what they aim for. Now, what we do in Assets Only, we do that in our sleep. So we try to educate people to take the ownership back. Just using the pension now, take it back into your own hands with the education so you can make your money multiply at a yeah. better rate. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So um, basically, you're in the market anyway. Accept it. In. and um learn about it because you're gonna you're either gonna suffer the you either have to put the work in to learn about it early or suffer the consequences later on in life because you didn't learn yeah. about it basically exactly and um wh what about um like a stocks and share isa so if i'm obviously if i'm working i've got my um pension that part of my wage goes into yes from my and then if i'm if i've got stuff left over do I do a stock, is a stocks and share ISA like a, you know, do you just leave it in cash? Do you do a stocks and share? How do you, what, what, what's your opinion on them basically? So with me personally, yeah. I do own a stocks and shares ISA yeah. and I do try to tell people to, when you start, once you're in the game and you've got your feet wet, try to start being tax efficient from the start. Yeah, what nice. do I mean by that? Yeah. So this is why an ISA, a stocks and shares ISA in particular is different to a cash ISA. Whereas a cash ISA is just what it says on the tin. Cash sits in a bank account and it will grow in interest. I don't know the interest rates at the minute, they're yeah. not that great. But with a stocks and shares ISA, you directly are buying stocks 
and you have a maximum of £20,000 allowance yeah. in a tax year. Okay. So you can put 20 grand in for the year. If that grows to a million quid, you can take that whole million out and it'll be tax-free. But you don't have to start at 20K, right? You, can you don't start, have to start, you can start at 20K, small. no. So if you I just have 100 pound, I You can, can only put in, in 20,000 maximum. maximum a year, but you can start with as little as a pound, like we just said at yeah, the start. Brilliant. But it's important to start tax efficient. So that's where I go to first. If I've got excess money. That's what I advise people yeah, to do first. Yeah. yeah. If you've got the excess to put in past your pension, put it in a stocks and shares ISA. Yeah. So when it grows over the time, whatever money it is, the HMRC can't go knocking your door saying, Mr. Grant, we need that money. Yeah. It's all completely tax free. Got it. A good company, I don't know who, who you use, or do you have someone that you recommend, a, a broker or not, an exact broker? A broker, yeah, I'm not affiliated with any, okay. but I personally use a few brokers. Yeah. Um, I've got five accounts in total. Yeah. You don't have to have five accounts. I would say you can have five if you can manage five. Yeah. But at the very least, to start with one. And if you want to start, there's, if you're a beginner, I would say, I'll give you a few. There is trading two on two. Okay. And can I, okay. Yeah. Trading which is great. Yeah. Um, reason it's great because it's simple, it's easy and it's user friendly. Okay. Okay. Good. The other one is free trade. They're yeah. also great. They both offer stocks and share ISA products. Um, I use both of them as well. Still to this day, I use both of those. So that's where I would start. Yeah. Um, great customer service. You know, all the usual things are there. But it's super easy and, in, and it's user-friendly to navigate yeah. the app. I I used, when because I set up my ISA, I don't know, literally when I was like 20, I remember 18 or something like that. I set up uh, Hargreaves Lansdowne. Do you know I've them? them. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. Har Hargreaves are really good. They're not like modern in terms of like trading 212 is very user-friendly. Yes. I mean, the Hargreaves app's got a lot better, but I've always used Hargreaves um, for my ISA. Um, but yeah, Hargreaves have been, Hargreaves is another good one as well, but basically you can set up an ISA start. Yes. It's That's the key thing. 10 pound in 10 pound out per trade cost, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And start basically. Start, and, yeah. Start and, building the position up. Yeah. And your premises is about building momentum. Don't leave it until you're, cause you'll see people that are like 25 and they go, what am I worried about retirement now? You know, yeah. I, I'm, you know, but the point is that the earlier you start, get it going as quick as possible. Don't yeah. think, oh, just because I haven't got ten thousand pounds, it's not worth starting. Build a portfolio exactly. slowly. You'll thank yourself for it later. What people, uh, you know, the misconception of the government and your pension is this pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, is the biggest lie because the government's the government's not obligated to make you rich. No, nor is your job or your pension. Your workplace is not obligated to pay you more money. Their obligation is to make their bottom line grow. Yeah, fees. Fees. So pension funds. So yeah. people need to start understanding to educate themselves and take back ownership, like we said yeah, at the start, like of their financial future because no one's going to save you. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to sound daunting and scare people, but the scary thing is, I mean, Biggie Small said it, being 40 and broke is will give you chills. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. and unfortunately, that is happening Particularly more in this more country, and more. more and more and more. And maybe if people were just started and developed them good habits early on, rather than thinking, oh, I yes. can't be bothered, they wouldn't be in that position. It's come we all agree. When we're yeah. older, we're going to need more money anyway. Yeah. Because we're going to have children. We're going to yeah. have grandchildren. grandchildren yeah. We might be ill, might have some ailments. Yeah. We're going to need more money when we're older anyway, but people don't like to delay gratification and think, not even that further ahead. I mean, 20, 30 years isn't in the grand scheme of things. If you, live to anyway. your, if you live to your 85, what's 30 years? Mm. It's not much. 
So if we start thinking with more of a long-term vision and stop thinking as a single entity and stop being selfish and start thinking about wealth because wealth away, is- Tuck it away, tuck it away. Tuck, tuck it, it away. Yeah. Wealth is a communal experience, meaning it's a family experience. It's it's a group, it's group economics. Well, oh, that's an unbelievable point. I mean, to talk about, um, like for an example of that, if you see people, like I've got some friends in um, that are Indian and their culture is, you know, people, they group together. A community. And it's, and it's uh, completely different to, you know, m my background, which is like a working class background, for example, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about money. I'm the same. You know, people, people it was very taboo about, It was up. very taboo to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, investing wouldn't have even been, buying shares was deemed as a death sentence. It was yes. like, the do oh no, we're going to lose all our money. It's a Ponzi scheme, we're yeah, going to lose yeah. our money. Yeah. And that's how I grew up as well. It was scarcity. Yeah. Money was only used for bills. Yeah, yeah. And then you soon realize that, again, that's not the reality of what money's used for. Money is a tool to be used. Money should be your slave, not the other way around. Yeah, I like it, bro. So I had to, this is what I had, big shift for me. I had to change my paradigm was everything I was taught about money was wrong. And it wasn't because of malice. It was just lack of education. And I started understanding that people were in positions where I wanted to be just had more information in me. Yeah. That's all and, it was. And maybe better habits. And better habits. Yeah. So I had to unlearn a lot of what I was told. Like we've all been told money doesn't grow on trees, right? Yeah the biggest thing, it's the biggest lie ever. Money is abundant, it's everywhere. Everywhere. It's up, it's down, it's left, it's right. It's underneath us, it's all around us. So I had to delete the old belief system yeah. that money's this evil tool that brings destruction. But really no, money's a tool to create whatever you wanna create with it. So that's what people need to start with, is understand what money's used for. Because yeah. I started realizing recently that wealth is a spiritual outcome. It's a spiritual outcome meaning you cannot attain wealth, you cannot attain a spiritual outcome with a physical resource. Spiritual outcome with a physical resource. It's impossible. So meaning, I let, let that make yeah. sense. You can't work your way to wealth. Your yeah. muscle has limit, limited resource. You can only sell yourself so many hours you can, a day. You can only sell yourself yeah. so many hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Money doesn't have a clock. It keeps moving for you. Yeah. So money needs to turn into our muscle and keep working for us. Yeah. So that's why I said wealth is spiritual until we understand money in that way. Because money's not real, it's a tool. I mean, we have to comprehend it somehow. Yes, we see physical money, but that's for us to comprehend in the, in, in the, in the realm we live in. Yeah, yeah. But really, it's just a spiritual tool that we can only attain by having ownership in assets. We yeah, can't work or save our way to wealth. I Impossible. I love it. I love it. I, for the record, by the way, nothing wrong with having a working class background. Like, like we said before, yeah, like, I love yeah. the nine to five yeah. because it's set amount of money, yeah. which we can work out after our bills are paid. Yeah. We, we have a percentage left, whatever that number is, then we can allocate that money. That piece of income can turn into something called capital. If no one knows what capital means, capital is just money put aside to invest. Yeah, got it. How much of that income we turn into capital to work for us? Yeah, and that's why you hear really wealthy people. They don't call it money. They call it capital. Because it's capital. energy, isn't it? It's, it's energy. Yeah, yeah, it's I the muscle it. yeah, that it. works for you. Yeah. I, um, it's quite funny, though, because like now, as I've got older, I've you know, got into investing and that it's become a big part of my life. I still don't, and I'm sure you're the same, like I don't regret being 
from that working class background that wasn't like that because I feel that it's been it's like ignited a hunger in me to really yes and I don't feel that I I wouldn't have the the ambition and the hunger that I had if I didn't see at times things a little bit difficult because Very true. I know what it's like for things to be difficult. Yes. So I know you have that both, polarity. I know what both sides are like. Yes. You know? So and 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 I think that's something that is a superpower if you use it properly. Being from that, that's what I was going to use. Yeah. And I like I remember as well like in work and stuff, I remember if I'm competing against somebody that hasn't had, you know, has had everything given to them, for example, for me, it's not even a competition. you got an advantage already even off the, the gate, out the gate. I'm, I'm out boxing them. You can see yeah, things yeah. from different angles. Yeah, but I, but then, then you see people that, you know, maybe hadn't had that luxury background and they're also got that dog in them, you know, you admire them. You know, yes. and, 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 and you, and, and you know. more to the point, you, you can collaborate with them because yeah, yeah. you've got common ground. Yeah, completely. Like we're doing today. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have know? mutual respect for each other. Yeah, of course. You know, and that's, 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 that's how I <clears> feel about <throat> you. So, um, yeah. Okay. Right. So next thing is, so we've spoken about the, um, you know, getting started in the market. We have some game already, man. Yeah. We've got some game already. We've got some heat up yeah, I've got loads of questions, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I, I could put this away and we could have a two hour conversation about, whole different topics but you know i want to stick to these because these are things that what i've tried to do is i've tried to think to myself and i'll use my brother for an example my brother is successful in his own right okay he's a mechanic he's successful proper grafter proper hard working person um all his money's in it he's a property investor he's always been a property investor and and he's built money in property amazing but his initial perception of stocks is that it's so risky Mm. and what I want this podcast to achieve is for him to be able to, or for people like my brother, yeah. to be able to look at it and to be able to begin to have the confidence to build them second avenues. Amazing, up. Because yeah. property is great yeah. and it's fantastic. But as we know in times like at the moment, yeah. well, you can't access the capital in a property because the okay. property market's not selling. I love it. And that's what I love. The personally I love about stocks is that you can access those funds. It's liquid. It's liquid. Because yeah. like for me, for example, my background was sales and... I've always had like a commission-based job. I've been selling and, and, and getting commission. Yeah. So what I used the stock market for myself was basically a way of hedging that ups and downs in sales so that I always had capital working for me as well. Love it. And, and, and over the last 14 years or whatever, I've had six or seven occasions where I've had a really bad month. Yeah. Could have gone bust. But the other side of things. But my, I had the capital there. You know, yeah. and I was yeah. able to, I, I was able to pull from that capital or sometimes also situations where the economy is not doing so bad. But as we know, the economy isn't always a stock market. So sometimes the economy does bad, but the stock market does good. Yes. Because they might be printing more money or, you know, for whatever reason. Just to touch so, on that, people yeah. think they're the same thing, but the stock market and the economy are just the cousins, they're cousins. They're not brother and sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're cousins. So <laughs> COVID proof that, they right? work in tangent, but yeah. at the moment, we're in a bad economy. Yeah. You know, we're all feeling a cost of living crisis, energy crisis, but the stock markets are up this year. flying. This this is what I'm saying. So they work in tangent, but they're not the same thing. Yeah. Well, that, that leads me on to my next question. So I quick, I want to go back to your brother. First of all, what's your brother's name? Tom. So Tom, we're talking, I've got got a few brothers and sisters. We're talking to Tom today. Okay. So Tom is, 
thinking stocks are a bit risky okay yeah. cool and we're going to try at least impregnate a bit of a belief yeah. into yeah. him that he can do this yeah? yeah so let's quickly touch on this is tom by any chance a football fan he doesn't actually like football, no. Okay, no. fine. Did he ever play football growing up? Uh, maybe, but very poorly. Okay, Even let's, worse just, than let's me. Just pretend Tom played football. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I can tell, or any sport or any, any activity, whatever position or whatever piece you, you played in a team, I can kind of work out what kind of investing you're going to be. Yeah. Nice. So let's talk about myself for a minute. For me, I was always a attacking defender growing up, playing okay. football, okay? So I always say to people that stocks is for everybody because you can play to what your personality is. People think you've got to have this crazy risk appetite to play stocks. No, you may get great returns. You may get better returns than the, than the person who's the goalkeeper yes. who plays it safe. But me being an attacking defender to make it make sense to people is that I'm very much, I'm quite risk adverse in many ways. But now and again, I may do a run up the wing and cut in and score. Yeah. That can be maybe me doing a bit of a trade and taking a bit more risk. So you've got to play to your personality. So some people out here are strikers. Yeah. They may be into <laughs> Bitcoin and trading Bitcoin. And, yeah, yeah. You know, or even Tesla stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. They may put more money into that. <laughs> yeah. And that's great. There's no, this is why I love the stock market because there's no one way to play it. You can yeah. play to your personality. And I realize my personality is on a scale of one to 10, let's say one is you are really pessimistic. And 10 is like, you are the striker. You are ready to put money into risky You're things. You're going for broke. You're going for everything. Yeah. Me personally, I'm at six. Okay. I'm, just over the, I'm just over halfway. So that means I'm very defensive mindset because I like to plan for downfalls and a rainy day. But yeah. now and again, I like a bit of risk. So again, there's no one way to play the stock market. So Tom speak, to be speaking to Tom today, to relate it back to him, I don't believe stocks are not for you. I just need to, you need to understand what risk tolerance you are. And none yeah. of them are wrong. Yeah. I hope that helps Tom. Yeah, we will. It will. So, so, so the question is, is Tom like a diversified basket ETF guy where he's spread across the whole of the S&P 500? So again, we've entered a new word. So a lot of people might have heard the word ETF or not heard the word ETF and are thinking, what are these guys talking yeah, about? So let's yeah. break that down for people. Okay. Yeah. So. Again, we like to break it relatable and simple for people. So firstly, an ETF, as we know, is an exchange traded fund. Yeah. That's a lot of words, Ash. What is that? <laughs> so I like to remember the days we used to go in a shop and I don't know about it. Do you ever used to have a five pound munch? So five pound would go get you like yeah. a munch in the shop. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Sweet. You get a crisp yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So we can't do that anymore. The days, them days are gone. But think of an ETF as you going into a shop, you go down the aisle and you, you know you're hungry, you want something to eat, but you don't know what you want. We've all been there, yeah? yeah, yeah. We're like, I'm hungry, but then what I want. Yeah. So all an ETF is, you go down the aisle, there'll be crisp there, there'll be chocolate, there'll be crackers, there'll be whatever, marshmallows, anything, anything you like. They'll all be in the aisle, right? So an ETF is just saying, I've got a basket, just grab them all, yeah. chuck them in the basket, take it to the checkout, and you pay one price. Yeah. That's what an ETF is. So in stock terms, let's use the S&P as an example. You can buy an ETF, which holds all the companies that you like yeah. in one basket and you pay one price for them. Yeah, I like it. So why are they great, Ash? They're great because one, they're cheaper because we're not paying for individual stocks. We're buying them all for one price, we just said. But more importantly, the risk is lower. 
Because you're hedged. You're hedged. You're, you've spread the risk across all the companies, opposed to just buying Apple or Tesla shares. Yeah. You've got them all. So hopefully that understands, that that's simple for people to understand with an ETF. Yeah. You're just going into an aisle. You're not sure exactly what you want. You have an idea, but you want to have them all. So you put them all in a basket, take them to the checkout and you pay one price. Like it, like it. And if someone wants to purchase, obviously this isn't financial advice, blah, and all, all that bits and bobs. We're just having a conversation. We don't know your personal situation, obviously. But if someone wants to buy a, um, e, uh, a diversified ETF, you, uh, is it, I can't remember the ticker. Is it VOO? I can't remember the ticker for it. The one in the UK that we can access is VUSA. Yeah. That's the S&P. Yeah. The American one is VOO. You're correct. But unfortunately we can't access it from here just for regulation reasons and tax. Yeah. But our one is called VUSA. That's the one I personally invest in. Nice. Um, there's also, there's many, there's, there's yeah. multiple. But that's diversified across yes. blue chip companies yes. that are great companies, the yes. backbone of economies um, all around the world. Yeah. And you can start there and you don't have to worry. And you, you have exposure to, to yeah. a massive company. Yeah. Actually, you have 503 companies in there. You own pieces of all of those 503 companies for one price. Got it. Got it. Good. So, yeah, so that, that's good. So look, Tom, I know you'll watch this, Tommy. Yeah, you'll Tom. Be one, you'll be one of the views. Get started, mate. Get started, mate. Get stuck in, brother. Um, cool. So on the other end of the spectrum then, why why has, since 2021, why has the market, I know we, no one knows exactly because, you know, you don't know exactly, no one's got a crystal ball, but, or, uh, you know, no one knows exactly the reasons, but why has the market, do you think, been so difficult the last two and a half years or whatever it's been. Why has that environment to make money been so difficult? Because it definitely has been for me. Yes. Um, why do you think that is, Ash? It's hard at the minute. Don't get me wrong. Like we're in a time where money's expensive, interest yeah. is up. And yes, the consumer feels that, but also businesses feel it as well. Yeah. And they feel it way more. Yeah. You know, we're talking multi-billions of money. And what's happening is businesses are making less profit basically. Yeah, yeah. So if a business is making less profit, that causes pessimism and the stock market because the stock market is completely ran on confidence yeah. and money supply. Yeah. Okay. So if we take those two things away, stocks go down and that's what we're in at the minute. So you might be saying, okay, but my portfolio is up or I see a lot of stocks that are still up. Yes, you are correct. But if you actually look at the market, I like to call them the super seven. There are seven companies at the minute that are holding the whole market up. Well, there's eight. Yeah. I'll give it, I'll give a sleeper. But there's seven blue chip companies. Let's run through them. So Apple, number one, they're the big dog. We've got, this is not in order, by the way. We've got, <laughs> we've got Microsoft. We've got Google. Got Microsoft on here, yeah. on Apple. Whilst Googling. <laughs> We've got Amazon's another one. Yeah. This come um, from Amazon. It delivered. Yes. <laughs> We've got Tesla. Yeah. NVIDIA. Yeah. And we've got Meta, which is Facebook. Okay. They're the seven that are, they're completely holding the whole stock market up. They they're producing. Else up. They're producing all the gains. Yeah. So just those seven... They average a return across them. If you own them all, yeah. you'll be up 92%. Yeah. 
on average. Yeah. That's your average return. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you just hold those seven. Yeah. Now remember, I, I, I spoke about a sleeper, didn't I? So the eighth one I would add is someone, these are company no one's talking about. Eli Lilly. Mm. No one's talking about. They probably don't even know what that is. So Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly <laughs> is, in my opinion, and also by market cap now, they've become the biggest healthcare company in America. Yeah. Out of the blue. Or yeah. like, you know, the last year they've shot yeah. the roof. For context, they're, they're the number one insulin provider. Yeah. Um, they've just released an Alzheimer's drug, yeah. which is completely took the market by storm. And now they've got a weight loss drug. So they're dominating the three main industries in healthcare. Yeah. And for context, the reason they're a sleeper is because no one's heard of them, but also performance wise, they have not had a negative quarter since 2015. Wow. Company's incredible. It's pricey right now. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like it, I haven't bought any at the moment. Yeah. Any more at the moment because it is at, it keeps blowing past all-time highs. Yeah, it's at yeah. $560 a share. It's yeah. crazy. Mm. It's absolutely a crazy is over, company. Is, is it over a trillion market cap? It's nearly there. Yeah. Nearly there. Yeah, I was Googling Yeah, it, it's not a trillion yet, yeah. but it's guaranteed it's going to be yeah, soon yeah. enough. It'll point. be the first half care yeah. to be a trillion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're a sleeper. So those eight, like I said, you can own all those yeah. for one price in an ETF. Bosh. Bosh. You've got access. Okay. Bosh, yeah. And... Or if you have the money, you can have them all individually if you've got more risk tolerance to it. Yeah. So, I, I personally own all of them individually. <laughs> I've got all of them individually. Incredible. Or pretty much all of them individually. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I've got them all. I recently sold, yeah, no, I, I think I've got all of them. I, oh, I got smashed to bits on Tesla this week, though. Tesla had an awful I'm not going to say week. I told you so. I'm not going to yeah, say that. Yeah. I'll tell you what else I've got this week, though. I had um, I bought Netflix before their earnings. Yeah, did see. That's incredible. Yeah, I had a great trade on that. The reason why I did that was... Yeah, go on, talk about that. Yeah, I was... Um, I was convinced that... Well, I knew that Netflix... See, what, I, what I've always done with trading is I don't over... I try not to overcomplicate things. I'm very simple in terms of my thought process. Yeah. And what I've realized is that you can, all these hedge fund managers, et cetera, of course, they're really clever. But sometimes if you just strip it right back, even with all their information, they end up back at the same point anyway. Yes. So I just try and trade really simple. For example, I know that Netflix is clamp. I knew that Netflix had been clamping down on their password sharing. Yep. Yep. And that's enough for me. Yep. You know, so I just, so for me, I'm just thinking, well, Netflix is down a little bit. It's been battered down a bit. Yes. I think it was like, I think it was 400 after the earnings, but I mean, I bought it, I think it, I bought it, I bought it just before close. But for example, just a simple trade, ha, has it gone down a little bit? Do I like the company anyway? Yes, yep. absolutely. And, but let's stop there. Yeah. Has it gone down a little bit? People might be saying, oh, it's gone down. But I would challenge people to understand that in stocks, you don't actually lose money until you press sell. Yeah. You just lose equity. Yeah. You just lose a bit of ownership yeah. for that period of time it is yeah. you don't actually you don't actually lose money because it's not realized loss yeah you so don't that's make money either until you're out, exactly right? yeah. exactly and in same way like you just yeah. said you don't make money until you realize the gain and I've, take it out i'm actually out of my netflix position and the reason why i'm out of my netflix position so i bought netflix um sold it the next it was up 15 percent. it was up 
13% overnight and then rallied. But I knew that the subscriber figures would be good. Yeah. And I don't overcomplicate it. That's, That's enough it. for me. Boom, I'm in, I'm out. I'm very similar. Yeah. Now, what I did is the reason why I sold my Netflix, because I haven't got a huge amount of cash on hand in, in, in my broker account. So I sold my Netflix to buy into Tesla. And I bought Incredible. Tesla right on Friday late. Yeah. But I'm a long-term holder in Tesla. Yes. You know, I'm willing to... Yes. But Tesla, but, you know, Tesla had a very, very difficult week. I think there's some issues with the... Um, he was, Elon was a bit pessimistic about the Cybertruck, I think. I don't know if you heard him talking about it. but I haven't looked into it much, but I know it's releasing soon. Yeah, he was so. basically saying it's going to be really difficult for them to like scale it and actually ah. make it a product, basically. Okay, so let's tie so, it back into what we said earlier. We said the stock market thrives on what? Confidence and money supply. Yeah. You just described lack of confidence. It really affected it. Brings the stock yeah. down. So he we proved seen, that point. exactly that. Yeah. And that was the comment. Elon wasn't very confident yes, on the earnings yes. call. I think personally, it's because he doesn't like doing the earnings calls. Because he said a few times he doesn't he doesn't want to do them anymore. He's not into all that stuff. Yeah, he, he, it's he, a, he, he's, 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 right? he's the creator, yeah. and creators aren't into the the nuances of no. things. They just want to create and execute. Yeah, that's I, all he wants to do. He's a mad scientist. Just let him do mad scientist stuff. Yeah. I I would challenge people, not challenge people. I, I want I want to put my opinion out there that I'll be honest. If if Elon had a Tim Cook, biggest company in the world. If, if he, he had an operator yeah, like Tim Cook, over. game over for the whole stock yeah. market. That stock would be that stock would stay about twelve hundred to fourteen hundred dollars on average. Someone to just balance it out a little bit, just to balance out the, the madness, yeah. but also perform at such a high level where Elon needs Elon needs himself, but an operator. Yeah, you're completely. Elon's right, a creator. Yeah. He's not into the doing the. He probably doesn't want to sign paperwork. Like he's yeah. he's not that guy. He's yeah. he's a mover and shaker. He's an executor. Yeah. He needs he needs same as Steve to... Jobs. He was an innovator. Yeah. Steve, Tim Cook is arguably the best CEO that's graced the planet, but he's not the biggest. He's not the best innovator. He's yeah. operations. You need are the yin to, to your yang. You need the yin to your yang. That's what I was saying the other Very day. Very important. You need the yin to your. You yang. need someone completely opposite to you that can do the things that you're not great at. That's what creates yeah. one whole thing. Yeah. I think uh, no, you're you're completely right with um, with the markets as well. Like one thing I've realised is like, for example, everyone's very pessimistic on Tesla now. Oh, it's the end of the world. Da, 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 da. That's when I'm buying. You know, I I've yeah. learned to get over that fear. Like of course. Uh, you always say, the stock market is the only thing that when it goes on sale, we don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't. We don't go. It, yeah. I'm at the front door. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's you. You've got to be able to unlock yeah. that confidence to be able to buy on that's them it, but it starts with what the belief system yeah. and understanding what money really is so yeah. i got something as well this is going to shock some people where i said to someone the other day that i would rather make less than earn more yeah okay you break that down yeah so let's break it down we talked about wealth being spiritual right and muscles being physical and it's limited so if we only earn money if we earn more and we go to work and we spend our 40 hours a week but if i make money meaning money go to do the work for me i get my 40 hours back yeah so tell me anybody who's who would not pay to buy time back would you pay to get back with what you know 100 this is what i'm saying 100 yeah, yeah. so this time is, is why everything. i would rather make less than earn more. I don't want to sell more of my time because I've never met anybody with two jobs doing better than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is what we start understanding is like time is the real asset. 
Yeah. But we get our time back by having more assets. What can you make without physically having to be the one that makes the money, if that makes sense? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Like what, so what? You, you've got to, whether that's business, that's cash flow in. Yeah, in terms of you your know, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we need assets in place. So a business that cash flows is an asset because yeah. it's cash flowing your money to get income. But also with that income, we need to buy more assets. So we talk about stocks, real estate, crypto, whatever. Put it into things that buy you more time back. So you don't have to, if you don't want to, go do the work anymore. Yeah. I'm not saying you can sit in a hammock it doesn't all mean you day. Don't, it doesn't mean you don't do it. It just yes, means you don't have to. But it gives you the option yeah. to choose if you want to do it or not. Yeah, yeah. That's what people need to understand. Which is when you do your best work. Yes, but we've been programmed and told that we got to work until we're 60, what is it, 67 now? Yeah. And it's like... It'll be 80 by We the don't time have to. Yeah, it'll be 80 by the time you get to 67. Yeah. So start buying assets now when you've got time on your side mm. because the best time to start investing was yesterday but the second best time is now love it love it love it love it love it i can think of 20 people i know that could have really have done with you as a big brother <laughs> <laughs> i've ain't always been this way like i said yeah, at the start honestly, mate. yeah it's, it's um it's brilliant just uh, this isn't one of my questions but just as a side note um what like i know crypto's Again, a super example. One minute it's hot, one minute it's not hot. One minute, one, one minute we're going to be uh, paying for everything with crypto. Next minute it's a big thing, like negative thing. But yeah. what's your overall opinion with 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 crypto? Crypto for me, disclaimer: I own crypto. I own some crypto. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the ones I own. I own Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP. Yeah. Um, no, for particular any reason for any. I'm not a crypto expert, but my overall opinion is that. Yes, crypto is here to stay. Yeah. Reason I say that is because I follow the money. Not because I'm hoping it's going to be this revolutionary thing. I just understand economics and how the world works. Yeah. Things only become intrinsically value and have real value once the big guys and the whales buy into it. Which okay? is happening at the moment, right? Before it's been ETF. happening. Yeah, yeah. It's been happening. Like yeah. I said, I follow the money and hedge funds, bankers, world leaders, they own majority of these crypto positions. Yeah. So that tells me that at the very least, they're hedging at the very least, or they know more than we do. So I'm just going to follow what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying I'm putting all my eggs in that basket. Yeah. You can, if you want to, we go back to risk tolerance. But for me, I just want a bit of exposure to it. Have some exposure. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And that's all I implore people to do. I'm not saying you've got to put all your money into this random coin you haven't heard just of. Just have something allocated. Have it. something allocated yeah. to it. So that That'd be my advice, yeah. so which is not a financial advice. It's no. just what I would say yeah, to the average person. Yeah. That's what I'm personally doing, yeah. yeah. And everyone's circumstances are different at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? I've got XRP as well. Um, again, simple thing of XRP. I bought XRP before, uh, whilst they were having the discrepancy. Yeah. And, you know, they. I mean, I remember I first bought XRP years ago, but I bought XRP about eight months ago and I've been holding on to that. And obviously that's done well recently with the, um, it's done well and it's come back down a bit. Yes. But um, yes. XRP is a, a good example. Yeah. The reason I like XRP as well though, it, again, I'm, I'm not an expert. I haven't looked at all the white papers, but yeah. on a surface level, the low hanging fruit is it has real utility. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's proven it's, it's being used B2B as we speak yeah. to transact money at an astronomical fast rate. Um, obviously globally, we're still relying on the SWIFT system which we won't go into all that, but basically that's just the, the rate slow. we transfer money and it is slow. Yeah. Because there's a funny saying that the fastest way 
to get a million dollars from New York to London is to fly on a plane. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Because it is slow. I, I've transferred money abroad before. I remember when I bought yeah. one. This is an engagement It's not instant. In, in it's not instant. And it got made in New York and then they sent it over, for example. And XRP has days. utility and it yeah. is instant, more or less. Yeah. Now, whether they adopt that monetarily into the system, we don't know. Yeah. But at the very least, like I said, it, it's a win-win for me because... Yes, it's going to be here and used because it's being used now. Yeah. Or if it becomes adopted completely, then we've won. Yeah. And your point is that you're not fully exposed to it. Not fully exposed. You have a part, you have a small yeah. allocation of your portfolio exposed to that. And it's probably not even 5% of my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I'm, if I really yeah. looked at the numbers, I don't yeah. know the number, but it's it's not even 5%. Yeah, mine's less than that. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and for the record, if your portfolio is a thousand pounds you should still have 50. There's nothing wrong with having just 50 pounds exposure. Exactly. Because the, and that's yeah. the point that you're getting at there. Yes. People might think, well, my portfolio is only 2000 pounds or whatever. So I won't bother. No, that's yeah. how you grow the portfolio by yes. bothering small and then build it up. As yes. You go along. And since we're talking about numbers, the important, this is why investing is important. So we spoke about a lot about getting into the market, but why should we get into the market? What, what, what support have you got back in it? Okay. So let's use numbers because numbers can't be disputed. It's factual that, Keeping money moving is the key, right? Now, we spoke about if yours is 50 pound, if yours is 50 grand, yeah. it's relative. But the data shows that the best the best year the S&P ever had return was about 33%, okay? Which is an amazing return. So I challenge anybody, is your bank account giving you 33%? Absolutely. Okay? Yeah. Now, we've got things like bonds. The best year they've had was 8.7%. Yeah. Again, beating any bank account out there. But cash, just keeping your money in cash, the historical data shows that the best return you got was 4.7%. Yeah. And that was in the 80s. About this interest rate they're talking about, my bank's not paying me 4%. You know, no. they keep saying the interest... Have you seen that, Matt? They keep saying the interest rates are like 5 6% or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, no one's paying me 5%. Nope. When I look at my bank account, they pay me 1% or 0.5%. Yeah. So I, don't, I hear people say, oh, well, I'll leave the money in the banks. I get 5%. They don't, I'm not getting paid that no, from my bank. But they, this is how banks work I though. I think they keep my, they keep the difference. So let's break that down <laughs> yeah. because we've opened a new door here. I'm getting like 1%, I swear, I'm so, sure of it. So people need to understand, again, this is why we need to on understand money. my cash money. account, I mean, by the way, Ash. Yes. I mean, on the current This, this is why we need to talk about money and how it's made and how it really works and how it's being used as a tool. So when you sign up for a bank account, anybody, High Street Bank, you're signing a declaration to say, Mr. Grant, you're allowing us to take your money and go multiply it. That's yeah. what a bank is. Fractional reserve banking. I like it. <laughs> fractional reserve banking. What is that? So a fractional reserve banking is you're letting the bank take over 90% of your money, 97% in fact, they have to keep 3% on hand liquid for regulation. Yeah. But that 97%, what are they going to do with it? They're, they're allocating it to assets to make them more money. And at the very least, they're loaning your money out to other people at a higher interest rate. Yeah. So we just established you're getting 0.01% on your account. Yeah, I mean, right? maybe I get 1%. I don't know, but I don't Let's get say 5%. Yeah, I don't, Let's say 1%. Let's say 1%. So account. they're giving you 1% for saying, Luke, thank you for letting us hold your money. Yeah. Then I come and loan the money from the bank. <laughs> Mr. Grant, you have to pay us 22% yeah, interest. Crazy. So they make money out of thin yeah. air. So this is why I'm not saying again, let's highlight because we're going to make it clear to people, not saying take all your money out the bank. We're not saying that, but we're saying allocate certain amount 
of that money to assets yeah, to pay it. you as well because we've got to make it tie in we're going back to principles how much money how much of my money do i really own yeah and how much am i going to allocate to buy assets love for it. me do, and I, I love it do, just to uh before I move on, just to go back to the crypto situation as well, they're obviously crammering at the moment to launch this ETF, this uh, Bitcoin ETF. I don't know if yes. you've seen. So I think for me, that's why, oh, that was a good click. Yeah. <laughs> um, my joints are like that. Um, yeah, I think that they are, uh, I think the ETF is going to launch, I think they're waiting for approval. Um, I think it's going to launch potentially 2024, but I think uh, I know Bitcoin hit thirty thousand dollars, but yeah, yeah, 30, yeah. I, I want to try and buy. I'm going to probably try and buy some more Bitcoin. I think because I think that next year it might it could run a little bit. You know, could, I think so. Yeah, again, going back to the market because ETF the market is though. ETF would help. Yeah. Um, we already had one that flopped. Yeah, I don't know. People might have missed that one, but I think if it's pushed correctly and by the correct people yeah you know correct people meaning blackrock and yeah. vanguard get behind it yeah it's gonna run because they're yeah. the biggest they're the big dogs and for comfort for, for context that if you don't know who blackrock and vanguard are they own the world <laughs> pretty much um <laughs> and again for numbers to back it up those two combined they own over 17 trillion in assets yeah it's crazy so that's a lot of money. So yeah. if they get behind something, it's going to move. They've been going out buying. I've been seeing in America, they've been buying up single family homes and stuff as well. Like they've been. Yeah, that, that's a conversation we need to talk on camera about because yeah. uh, that's, that's crazy. I see it's like crazy. memes. Well, I won't go into it now, but I see like memes and it's like how a BlackRock CEO feels after bidding a single mother out of a tube, you know, whatever, like, and it's like, he's like crazy. in a suit, like, but they're literally pushed, they're, they're buying, they're going for single housing units that should be for starter families, starter homes. And I think their plan is to just own everything, isn't it? They just want to own everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. But um, yeah, interesting. They're probably buying stuff in England. I mean, who knows, right? They're, they're global. Buying, they're everything. Stuff everywhere. Absolutely yeah. everything. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm having a good time, by the way. I'm enjoying myself, yeah, man. Yeah, I feel really relaxed. It's nice for a I Sunday to do this. I feel like I'm full. I'm just chilling out. Um, cool. Right. So where are we at then? So, 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 so. Um, so the, another question I've got is, obviously, you've got yourself, um, Ash Assets on Instagram. I think you're going to do a YouTube channel as well. Yep. YouTube's coming. Yeah, YouTube's coming. Cool. Um and obviously you've got your subscription service that people can sign up to join, join the community. Yes. And obviously you're there to help, to help, um, yes. kind educate, of, kind of guide well. and, and blaze a bit of a path for people yeah, to kind good. of follow with Good. As well, and it's in real time as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm that's what I'm trying to do that today. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank haven't you. got around to it. Yet. Yeah. It's good, man. Like today. I said, it's the community. So again, I love words and I like to break words down because community is to communicate. Okay. So that's why I wanted to create a community of people that are like-minded, all different walks of life, different yeah. backgrounds and different education levels. There's people in the community that are more advanced than me. Um, I'm not the leader, so to speak, or the guy on top of the hill shouting down to people. I, I started it, you yeah, know, nice. but it's community. So we all have the same say, you know, uh, and we meet three days a week. So Monday is Monday moves. We break down the market in real time. Brilliant. And what's actually happening. Um, how you can- Zoom or do you do it on, on the, how, how do you- do it through Discord. Oh, nice. Yeah, a yeah, private yeah, Discord yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. So I um, 
do the videos either live or pre-recorded but yeah. it's it's on that day so the information is relative to what's happening now in the market yeah, brilliant. and how to actually navigate that period in time okay the next um piece of the puzzle is wednesday we meet up so we give it a day off tuesday and wednesday we call it watchlist wednesday wicked where we give you a great company to potentially invest in but at least add to your watch list yeah and i break down the business of that company so it's not just saying oh today we're talking about apple it's apple and then we break down the business behind apple the yeah. the the way they make their money their moats their competitive advantage so what i like yeah. to call it moats because think of think of a castle and you've got a moat around it every business you invest in should have a moat meaning an wow. impenetrable advantage that it would cost a business too much to Wait, try to replicate yeah. or do that it's, it makes it no point to do it. Well, no one's got a better moat than Apple. That's it. And they've got many moats. Yeah. They've got many moats. They've got pricing moat, meaning they can effectively increase price every year and consumers still buy. You know, they've software. got they've got software. Like, yeah. And to be honest, everyone looks at Apple as a technology company but I look at it as a consumer staples company now. Mm. Think about it. Apple is not just into tech. They're into healthcare now. They've got your biometric data. Yeah. They're going into, they've already, they've already said they're going into healthcare. Yeah. They've got wearables. Their wearable business alone is bigger than Toyota. Yeah, I've seen that once. They're, and their, um, their Apple Watch business, I think I've seen it would be like the 14th. I might be wrong here, but it was like just their Apple business. Just the, app, just like the Apple a, wearables itself is bigger than most of the yeah. companies on stock market yeah. it, it's it's astronomical so yeah. that's why i don't look at apple as a technology company anymore because they're not into just yeah. tech they're into all different fields yeah. and they're dominating other sectors i use personally i use i use apple as cash so okay. I, yeah. I hold apple as a cash i class apple as my cash position basically yeah. um and it doesn't move like a technology stock anymore it doesn't no. move 10 percent in a day up or down no. it moves in increments so yeah. it's very safe why do you think warren buffett's biggest position is in apple yeah 50 percent of his portfolio in Berkshire's whole portfolio apple. is Crazy. in apple because it is a stable company and it's not volatile yeah. you know it's not going to give you you know like i said the 10 percent in a day or whatever yeah. it's going to give you the two three one percent which is comfortable but it's got such exposure to it that it's kind of his, like you just said, it's his, probably for him as well, it's his cash, it's yeah, his liquid, his liquidity yeah. there. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great company. Are, are we okay, Matt? Yeah? Brilliant. Um, yeah, Apple's a, Apple's a, uh, Apple's a, a, a great business. Um, so yeah, it's, okay, right, Carl, we got, I got plenty of questions left. Amazing. Um, so you got yourself, um, is there anyone else that you've had over the years that have been big inspirations to you that maybe other people it's really nice to be able to ask someone this as well because you're such a nice bloke and genuinely out Appreciate to help it, people that you're someone that i can ask this to because a lot of people would be like i don't want to talk about someone else yeah but i know you're you're happy to do that so oh, yeah you gotta give people their flowers of course yeah, who, 100%. Who, who else is there that you've personally had as a great resource for uh you know information on the stock market um First and foremost, before the stock market, like I said, before even getting into the game, we've got to get our mind right. So for me, I like to call them intangible mentors. So that's effectively what they are, you know. Um, so I seeked out personal development first and get my mind right and actually wrapping my brain around the nuances of things like money and what the, the real perceptions of life. Okay, so I, I started there you know, before I even 
press my first buy button to buy a stock. So you got to start with mindset. So, and I, I gravitated towards the well-known names of Jim Rohn. Yeah. You know, those kind of people. Um, also Myron Golden, he's amazing as well. Um, he's more newer in, in this space, but again, super mindset. Um, and this kind of listening to, I'm very much, let me spoke off camera about this, where I don't try to get too many sources of information because yeah, what actually happens when we have, when we go to a restaurant, there's too many options. What do we do? Sometimes we're like, oh, I just have the chicken yeah. or the pasta. Like yeah. it's, it's too much paralysis happening because we're trying to analyze too much. Mm. So I keep it very compact and small. So at any given time, two to three source of information. Yeah, now, nice. in terms of stock market, again, I started in the game with people that acted like me and looked like me and come similar backgrounds from me so I yeah. could relate to it. So for me, I come from a council estate, you know, I wear hoodies all the time. I'm, I'm very, I, I talk in a, a colloquialism tongue. So I needed to find individuals that represented that to really understand the information. And a great resource for me, I started with, was some guys in America called Earn Your Leisure. Leisure. Yeah, Earn Your Leisure there, yeah. Earn Your Leisure, should yeah. we say. So I they're, like gr they're cool. great, they're great. Those two guys really started um, shifting my mindset and, and more, more so, not so much exactly what they were saying, it was more... They looked like me first and foremost yeah. and that's big and not necessarily people of color it's just they represented what one i wanted to start doing and where i wanted to go and also i believed because i seen it's possible yeah it's brilliant so that's what got me into you the game you need to see it you need to see you need it. to see yourself in yeah. something whether yeah. it's a person or a thing or an idea in order to make the things happen because i've got three words which are powerful but are simple words and it's be do and have so everybody focuses on the have. They want to have things. They don't understand how to have things. So we can all agree that in order to have things, we've got to do more. We all agree on that, yeah? Yeah. But to do, excuse me, to do more, we've got to be more. Yeah. So if we be the thing we want to be, that forces us to do the things we've got to do. Then we do more, then we have more. It's very simple. And again, I love words, so I'm going to break down words. So, believing as a word, to people say you've got to believe in yourself, to believe. To believe is to be living the thing already. Yeah. So in order for you to believe it, you've got to be living it. We all agree on that. Is that like, would you say that's like act as if type of thing as well? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And that's very different to fake it till you make it. Yeah. Because fake it till you make it is you're already going with a preconceived facade or finesse for a monetary gain. This is not believing, you have to already be living that thing, think you're already there, and then that forces you to do the things yeah, more. Acting Th congruent with who you're wanting to become and yes. be that person now yes. to jump forward. But people yeah. get it wrong. They, they, they try, wait for all the stars to align yeah. to be or start the thing you waste you're wasting a gap and also ultimately you never get to start doing the thing yeah like you gotta it. be it first you yeah. gotta be the thing to do the thing you gotta do to have the things you want yeah I very love simple it. yeah i love it i love it and believe yeah and, and and you get belief from you get belief from being yourself yeah from being yeah. doing the things that you know you should yes. be doing to become that. that's person. why words are incredible yeah. and I've started reading the dictionary again because people have forgot over time what words really mean. So many people use words out of context. 
and they don't really understand. They, they, they've missed the fundamentals, what words really mean. Yeah, uh, that's a part of growing up as well. Like even just simple things like making your bed when you get, get up in the morning. Big one, hanging huge. Your, hanging, hanging your clothes up at the end of the working day. Yeah. Just simple things like that. Huge. Like, you know, it's so important to have the basics done and just do them. Just believe they're important and just do yes. them. And just build from there and build that that in, uh, that integrity within you in a, as a person, which then builds your confidence, which Deep then key. allows us. Op- so, a, so a great book that I read. I don't if you haven't heard it, by the way. I'll I'll give you a, a copy to read. I've got it behind there. Um, this changed my life. It's called Psycho Cybernetics. I was looking at that. I was coming Whoa. in. I haven't Whoa. read that. It Whoa. caught my eye as it's soon exactly as I was there. Exactly what you've just said, by the way. Yeah. So Psycho Cybernetics is by it is. It, it changed my life. And I mean, at the time I probably only read three books and two of them was like wow. Biff and Chip. Yeah. And the other one was Floppy. like, yeah, the other one was, uh, <laughs> what's that Mice of Men at school? You oh know? gosh. But, um, Everyone knows that one. Yeah. But what Psycho-Cybernetics is about is it's about how you perceive yourself will determine how you act and how you, you know, how you kind of, um, what you actually become yeah and like so much so that this dr maxwell waltz is a really famous plastic surgeon and what he started doing is understanding that people would come in for example and say i've got really fat fingers i've got really fat fingers and actually they didn't have fat fingers but because they thought they had fat fingers they couldn't play a guitar for example and what he realized is that he comes your reality he could help he was helping them away from being a plastic surgeon psychologically change their belief systems which would completely change the way that they went on to act insane and for me it was just it was crazy because obviously i didn't have any very much belief in myself when i was 18 19 etc we've all been there we've all been there to read psycho cybernetics was it's quite it's not a difficult read but i was sold on how much it would help me as well but it really makes you understand that how you perceive yourself you will only perform up into the ability of how you perceive yourself. This is incredible. So I was going to go with that. Yeah. Because I believe that we all currently are doing the most we are doing at the person we are right now. So the person we're being right now, we're already fulfilling the maximum in, in our, in our ability, not our potential, but our ability. So this is why we've got to be more to do more. Yeah, completely agree. It's so simple. And it manifests and it snowballs and it snowballs and you build confidence. And before you know it, you're Before you know it, you start what? Having more. Yeah, having more. This is what happens. Yeah, yeah. And, but the the great principle of this is, I want to read this again, because as I get older, I need to evolve again now. Yes. You know, and and it's always, I need to take the same principles of this book and evolve again, you know, and, and, and continue to evolve because... Yeah, I'm going to reread that book. Yeah. But I've, I've actually got two copies, oh, so I'll give, you one. I'll oh, give you one. Amazing. I'm excited so, uh, to read that. Yeah, excited. I've, got, I've, I've got two copies because um, I've, I've got an old copy, which I think is there, and I've got a new copy, which is there. Um, but so that's mindset for me, Psycho-Cybernetics. And another book with trading was something called The Naked Trader. I don't know if you've Ooh, read that. Ooh, not it's, read that. It's by someone called Robbie Burns. All right. And, and I went to one of his like seminars uh, when I was 21 again, something like that. 22 south investing at early yeah, age man, man. Was, incredible yeah, this guy is i was chasing skirt at 21 <laughs> man jesus the naked trader robbie burns this guy really i mean this new edition come out in 2019 but this the the original edition probably come out in 2011 or something i mean 
do, do, do you know when the first one come out, Matt? I don't know if it shows. He's done like an updated one. But anyway, I yeah, read they the Naked... updated, don't they? Yeah, I probably read it in 2000. Have you seen the original Think and Grow Rich? Isn't that how much they are? Like 800 quid. Yeah. Well, it's a leather bound one. I want, I want to get one for the bookcase. Yeah. This book is brilliant because it really simplifies, it really simplifies trading. And he, he's built an ISA, this Robbie Burns. And yeah. he's, he's got a really good blog as well. The Naked Trader blog. Oh, he's still, he's still active he's now. Still he's still active. Yeah, oh, yeah. Incredible. He built a, He's built a four or five million pound ISA. Yeah, so, so that, that's that's my. Uh, Did you hear about Peter Thiel? With him, I feel like I should know who Peter. Thiel so is. Uh, he was one of the original founders of PayPal. Okay, yeah. Right, so. Oh, I heard about it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in in America they've got the Roth IRAs, which he is kept like his stock, ISAs. his stake in the in the. He Roth. put his uh, pre-IPO stock shares yeah. in his let's call it an ISA, so people understand. Put them in there. I can't remember the number, but he had, he had, must have had thousands of shares. Yeah. But when it matured and he took it out, he had something like six billion in there. He says the best trade of all time. Or, uh, and all tax free. That's what I want to yeah. make the point of. It was because it's a nice size. Uh, the, the, you know, in what's it, the, not HMRC, we've got the um, IRS. Yeah, yeah. They IRS, couldn't take yeah. any money off it's him. It's the equivalent version. This of is the... what I'm saying. He put it all in there straight away. This is the key to tax, to, tax efficiency. Yeah. It's incredible, man. This is why the game is so great because it's, as soon as you get, the information, you can start making the moves like these people that, you know, that are wealthy. And this is how you build wealth. It's not this trickery backdoor dodgy stuff. It's real in time legal things yeah. that are hidden in plain sight. And being prepared for the exponential curve that happens as well. Like people yes. are grinding away for four, five, six years, grinding yes. away before you But know. the narrative spun that when it's chaos, we, we need to just stop and don't do anything. But this is when I, I looked at the data when I first kind of started and I looked at all these people who are billionaires and making exponential growth and build, growing that wealth gap. Yeah. They made it all in the crash and the chaos. So I always say there is cash in the crash. Yeah. That's where we need to be buying the assets is when everything's on fire. The stock market is up 70% of the time. It's only down 30% of the time. They're good odds. Yeah. So I want to invest in that. And that's why I'll be honest. 80%, 70, 80% of my money's in the stock market. Yeah, same. I don't need it in cash. What yeah, do we need same. it in cash for? Yeah. Well, I'm probably up to about 90 now after I bought some more Tesla. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't need all that money in my bank account. Three months. To, just three Because we just said, remember, expenses. they take 97% and go do what they're doing with it. Yeah. So I need my money working for me. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. But also, if people haven't built up the... Comp you've built that up over time because you've built the confidence yes. up and you've got the belief system and expertise to be able to have the confidence but if people don't feel confident having a lot of exposure even if they have some the point some, is that it's still they can still, still participate yeah yes yeah. and that that's that's the key we're obviously unique in terms of our risk appetite although your risk yeah. appetite is six some people's might be a three right and they might yes. not want and those. and there's nothing wrong with that like yeah. we said yeah. you, you can be a one and still play the game yeah i i've got a very high risk appetite yeah because i've been through Many situations. You, where you've had the experience, though. Yeah. You didn't start that way necessarily. No, I did not start that way. This is what I, I'm when I first started, it used to be so difficult for me that I used to sell my portfolio when I went on holiday because it would ruin my holiday. I've got people like that in the group. It would ruin now. my holiday. But yeah. this was when I was a lot younger. Yeah. Whereas now, what I do is I stay in, but I just don't check it on, on my holiday because I've got my Brandis, strategies. I've got. I don't um, look at my account. I, uh, yeah. Other than putting money in, um, I don't. I don't look at it. Yeah, I don't need to. Yeah. And I particularly do not look at it when it's green. Pointless to me. 
I don't need to know when it's up. It's up. I love looking at it when it's bloody and red. I love because you're actively seeing... looking at what you're going to do to potentially. Yes, I know that. Decisions. Okay, we said sale time is here. Yeah, the doors are open. Yeah. I'm going to be first at the queue because I know no one's going to be there. I'm going to buy these assets at sale. Yeah. And then when everything goes back up, because we said the market goes up more than it goes down. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah. And I think the key thing to remember about the sale process as well was that every time the sale is on, this time feels different and it's the end of the world this time. So it's like, I remember before I'd be like, oh, I'm going to buy it when the dip. I'm like, oh, well, not this dip because this dip's the real yeah. dip. Yeah. But you've got to remember a part of the pandemonium of it all is that yeah. they've got to make you feel like everything's ending. Yeah. If you keep buying the dip, you're going to run out of chips. You've got to have, like you said, you've got to have a strategy and stick to it. You know, yeah. if you said you're going to buy at this price, buy at that price. Take don't worry. Don't worry about it dropping another three, four dollars. Yeah. That's not another buying opportunity. Stick to your guns and then make another price entry if it goes down again. Yeah. But be disciplined and stick to your strategy because I can say that because I've learned. I remember taking a loss on Snapchat. I've, I posted it on Instagram a few years, a few, few years back. And the only reason I lost money is because I didn't stick to my guns. That's the only reason. I got everything right. I got the direction right. I just didn't stick to my guns. I didn't stick to my stop that I put down. I, I, I sold way too shallow. And then two, three days later, it blew past my target mm. and I left 15 grand on the table. Mm. I only lost, luckily, I say only, it was two grand, yeah. not the end of the world, but I missed out on 15. Yeah. Was this back in like... 2021, uh, that was. Yeah. Snapchat was about $10-ish, yeah. I want to say. My target was only like 15 and some change yeah. and it dropped and I just sold. I think Snapchat's been as high as like 50, hasn't it? Hasn't been that high yet. No, it's about I don't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. But I've been in it. I'm in Snapchat again now. because, And again, keeping it simple, the reason why I've bought Snapchat is because I've heard that they're paying content creators huge amounts. They are, no, Apparently yeah. Apparently they're paying yeah. like a massive split. Um, and again, simple. I may swing it again. I think I'll look at swinging it again. Yeah. Do, do, a, do a few moments swing trade on it. Problem is with Snapchat is um, their audience is younger people. And it's about how you monetize them younger people. So mm. it's quite a difficult um, thing to monetize. Because yes. obviously their, their audience, from my understanding, is like 18, Yeah, 20. how do they make money though? Yeah. From an investment point of view, like yeah. f to actually invest in it, how do they make their money? I'm not even sure. They, ads. Right. I think okay. ads, I think it's an ad revenue business. But right. I think the problem is, is they have ads. So they have ad revenue. But I think that they don't get too much ad revenue in comparison because mm. it's not as valuable per click yeah. as YouTube, for example. Yes, because yes. the people advertising and know also ad spending is down now. Because yeah, ad spending people is down. aren't. But I think also spending advertisers aren't prepared to pay as much for exactly. other exactly. platforms because yes. they know that the audience isn't there. But I think, like for example, I don't know. It's about I think they advertise on there to like condition people for the future and i think that's a big part of snapchat where they're like okay okay advertise 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 and it's about big brands can almost condition their audience for the next three four years and i okay, feel like I when, there, yeah, when there was a lot of money floating around i feel like advertisers were more likely to do that yeah. and then now they're having to be a little bit more specific where it needs to be like convert to a pound a lot quicker yeah they're a little bit less likely to do it but anyway i mean i, I bought some snapchat recently i'll Ooh. ride it out yeah it will come it's been around for ages the youth love it also, you've got these glasses that are coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I can see, see a way how they find a way that you can 
look at the glasses and look at yeah, because they were doing some augmented stuff as well, yeah. weren't they? Which was cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I like Snapchat yeah. as a product. Yeah. So cool. W- would I build a massive position? Maybe not. Mm. But I'll, I'll swing trade it. Yeah. You know, get in and out. Again, you can have a sm- sm- uh, like a s- small exposure. You don't have to have massive exposure, yeah. do you? I agree. So um, okay, right. So a few more questions. If you had ten million pounds <laughs> and you had to lock the money away. For five years. Five years. Okay. Or no, should we say three? Five's not a long oh, time. Okay, right. Yeah, so inside you, of five years. Okay, okay cool. Y- y- you have to lock it up for five years. What four companies or assets would you pick? And how would you spread the crap? Uh, how would you spread the capital out across the four? That's it. You know assets. it's rich. You call 10 million crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So look, I would only get four. Y- yeah. Four. Okay, cool. Four. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Think on my toes. <laughs> Number one, I'd go with Apple. Yeah. I'll go with Apple. You got to pick Apple, right? Yeah. Because at least you know you've got the money there still. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Apple. I'll go with Apple. Number two, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Tesla because okay. I believe I believe in Elon and I believe what that. they're doing. I believe what they're doing. Um, and I'll be honest, I think they're going to be a five trillion market cap once he starts really focusing on Tesla as a business and stops all these little side hustle projects yeah. and deletes Twitter off his, his side quest. You know, he, uh, he's, uh, yeah, you know, he's like a you know RPG game, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. like all these side quests. So once he starts knuckling down on Tesla, it's it's going up. So Tesla number two, number three is for me going to be. Ooh, I'm going to go with either NVIDIA hey. or I'm going to go with a cybersecurity company. Okay. Some, someone like CrowdStrike. Nice. Because I see... And they're cheap at the moment, CrowdStrike. They're, they're very cheap. <laughs> yeah. Very undervalued at the minute. <laughs> yeah. But also the use case, the reason is I think everything's going that way. I think wars... I like it. Wars will definitely be cyber wars going forward. Yeah. And it's Not so much. Down. It's already slowly going that way. I know, if, you know, we won't touch on the whole thing that's happening over in Palestine. Yeah. We don't want to be cancelled because we don't know enough information about yeah. that. But I know there's still physical wars happening, but there are considerably less boots on the ground, should we say. So war is going to be a lot more aerial and cyber. So cybersecurity with number, with number three, that was, wasn't nice. it? Yeah. Number four. Again, we're going to go back to my sleeper. I'm going to go with Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly. Yeah, definitely. Because... Healthcare is an industry that nobody talks about, especially mainstream media. They, they divert you with tech. Tech's the big thing that sells everyone. But think about it. Healthcare is recession-proof. There's always an industry going on. Now, it's always producing and printing money, regardless whether it's on the consumer level or whether it's on the institutional level. Yeah. It's printing money at some point. So definitely healthcare. I think everyone should have healthcare in their portfolios to some degree so at some point. Apple? Apple, Tesla, Tesla, Nvidia, yeah, Eli Lilly, Eli Lilly, we're good. How, how are you gonna how are you gonna spread the capital? I would I would definitely do. I definitely would do, um, the most in Nvidia. Okay. Because I see within we said five years, right? Yeah. Nvidia already has a decade on all the other semiconductor competitors, and it's only just recently hit. 
trillion dollar market cap and it's got big room to grow. Okay. Um, so I'd put the most of the capital out of the, was it 4 million, 10 million, sorry? Yeah, 10, 10. Yeah. So I'd definitely do... Sterling, pounds. Oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I would probably do 4 million in NVIDIA. Yeah. And then the others, I'll do two. Nice. Yeah. We go. Equal it out. That's how, that's how we spread is yeah. 10, 10 M's, baby. For the five, for the five years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would go uh, Apple, Tesla, Amazon. I know people think Amazon might go pop sometimes or whatever. I, I love Amazon. Yeah, I love Amazon. I love Amazon. So I'd go Apple, um, Tesla, Amazon, and I would go Shopify. Ooh. I like Shopify. Okay. Okay. I, like Shop I played golf with a guy that worked, was one of the early on at Shopify, and he said to me, when Shopify was really busted a little while ago, he said, go for it. It's a good stock. And I bought it and I've done well on Shopify. Mm. And I think that Shopify is a bet on the internet. They did a split last year, didn't they? Was yes. it last year? Yeah. Yeah. I like Shopify. So I go with Shopify. So I'd have Apple. Very undervalued Shopify. as well. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's, it's been really, you know, had a really good run in the pandemic. But the, the, what I like about Shopify is it's one of them companies that, because a lot of rubbish ran in the pandemic. Well, Shopify is a really yeah. quality business. Yeah. So, and also I like Shopify because it's kind of really supporting the mum and pops type of business. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, and they also cater for really big businesses. So I think Shopify, and also they don't actually have, they have big market share in comparison, but there is still a lot of room for them to grow. Yeah. So that, And that I agree as well. And to, to add to your point, I think Shopify is one of those businesses that arguably if they had a celebrity CEO, they'd kill it. Yeah. I feel like they'd kill it. You know, someone who's known, like really known. Yeah. Um, I think they'll do, I think that easily be a $200 stock. Yeah, funny you say that because the guys actually started doing interviews recently. Yeah. So I think that people yeah. know the power of a personal brand now. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's why partly Apple being a great business, but Tim Cook is a great person and he's out in the public. Elon arguably is the catalyst to Tesla. I mean, yeah. without Elon, does it get to $1,000? Probably not. Yeah. Probably, you know, $400 stock maybe, but... He definitely adds and plays plays to the persona. Same as Nvidia, the 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 perception and persona of the CEO Jensen. He's he's rock star vibes. Like you know, yeah, he comes cool. out in leather jackets. Like yeah. it all adds to the yeah, like we said cool. at the start, the confidence because yeah. you, you, you buy into somebody, don't you? You're not buying companies, you're, you're buying, buying into, into the, the people. Brand. So yeah, and like Richard Branson, for example, exactly. With, with yeah, Virgin. yeah, very yeah. very important. So yeah, it makes, so, it goes along with. But I like you four; they're good. So that's how we'd spread our ten, ten M's. Yeah, I like that. I like um, that. Cool. Um, I've got a question here. How do we get into your network and learn more? But we spoke about that with... Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just last point we didn't yeah. touch on to. So we spoke about, we we break it down into three segments. So we did Monday Moves, Watch This Wednesday. Yeah. So the Friday, we do Free Game Friday. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we talk about, um, I'll say tips. So again, in real time, things that you can apply and use today, or more importantly, I give you an investing, I give you a tool to add to your investing belt or your okay. tool, your, your, your utility kit, should we say like a Batman utility kit. I like to give tools weekly to people, whether it's charting um, whether it's how to get price entry, yeah, nice. things like that. So you know, when to sell a stock, the things to look for in order to buy a stock, because there's frameworks behind that. It's not just a case of guessing, guessing is not part of investing. You know, guessing's gambling. 
Investing is methodical and strategic and you've got to be yeah. diligent with it in order to get the returns you want. So you're looking for like entry points and teaching yeah, people how yeah, to people like that. Find, um, find yeah, I give I give entry points as well yeah. on um, that I'm personally looking at, yeah. reasons why I'm entering at that price um, and give a you're framework behind it. And your opinion. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they're all video format. Um, I back it up with text and some figures so you can read through in your own time. But the main bulk of the content is video. So it's easy to digest. You can listen to it as you're going around or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, they're the three main segments in assets only that you can expect to get when you when you join. What's the best place for me to sign up? So I've watched this podcast. Make sure you watch to the end, guys. I've watched the podcast. I go, I like Ash. Nice guy. Yeah. You know, how do I sign up to Ash? So the first thing to do, what I would like people to do first and foremost, you don't have to do this, but what's best for you and for me personally is to DM me. Just DM me the word yeah. assets. On Instagram? On Instagram. And we just have a conversation first. Nice. And then we can go a bit more in depth about your your whys, you know, your direction of where you're going. Because I'll be honest with people need to get the clarity first and understand that, okay, I like investing, but why do I want to invest? That's what helped me, you know? Yes. So we'll have a conversation first yeah. and foremost. That may be on the phone. It may be through DM text. So we'll start there. After that, or you can bypass that. And if you feel confident enough, just go to my link Sign in my bio. The link, yeah. And there's a link there. Um, it'll be a link tree link. It'll bring you through to a page. It will say, we'll have my merch or it will have the link directly to the assets only. Is it a contract or is it like a monthly subscription? It'd be a monthly subscription. Um, it's actually free at the minute. So nice. it's seven days for free trial. Yeah. Don't have to sign up. You're not affiliate. You're not, That's nice. You're not brought into anything. So you can actually access the content for a week. So you will have Monday, Wednesday and Friday completely free. And if you don't like it, go on your way. I'll be in there next That's week. Fine. So you can do that. Brilliant. Um, but if you're happy with us and you want to join the community and you want to learn a bit more and you feel like you're ready, then you can stay in the community. It'd be £15 a month. Nice. And that's just rolling every month and it will just be debited. Right. Yeah, the date you, 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 you know, your direct debit comes up it's basically. Amazing. So Yeah. And, and the point is for you is that it, it I, I suppose from your point of view, you enjoy it. I love it, man. I love this game. Holds I love, you accountable. I, yes. It holds yeah. me accountable and also it forces me to keep learning. Yes, yeah, great forces me to keep learning yeah, it's a win -win. you know there's days where i may not want to be on camera or do videos but it gives me that discipline to know that it's not about me anymore yeah and it's about the people servicing the people giving them actionable steps that can really help them and change their trajectory so nice. yeah man i love it love this game yeah fair play a noble cause yeah i, I like to call it purpose work yeah purpose like work. I'm, I'm walking in purpose like it's nothing about me and you can attest to this this is why investing so great and amazing because you don't need likes you don't need comments <laughs> you don't need shares you don't need any opinions you get to win in silence if you want to yeah family are good you're yeah. good and that's where you get to really win at something without showing people you're winning yeah now myself and you we make a point of doing that and i yeah. think that's that's great because not enough or hardly any are doing that yeah so I like to lead from example, um, no yeah. matter what degree it is. And as I unravel my journey, I'll be doing a lot more of that. I always post, well, not always, but I I, I like to post my trades on um, Instagram because I just it, I just think it's fun, you know? Like yeah. I, I don't see many people doing it. Like I posted Netflix this week. I was like, look, I've just bought Netflix. Yeah. I bought the earnings, da 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 yeah. jumps. But I, you see a lot of people that talk a good game but you don't see them yeah you know so. and more importantly share losses as well yeah because that's part of the yeah. game oh, of course we yeah. can't we can't not talk about that because oh. losses 
losses, I believe, are crucial to the game because it's learning. And I always say a loss is only a loss if you don't take the lesson out of it. Yeah. And a loss should be built into a part of a successful strategies business plan anyway. Because, yes. you know, you are going to you are gonna lose, lose at times. Um, what is your vision and what's the goal for Ash Assets? What's the vision for the business over the next five years? So the vision definitely will be, again, I'm going to continue to help the everyday nine to five investor get into the game, feel confident, move diligently and actually make actionable steps to change their financial future, essentially. So what I will be doing going forward is I want to build out a network. So again, continue to build the community as we are, but really service the people on a mass scale. So building a network and actually having, you know, um, a show where people can come every week, once a week, and we just, we sit together, um, not, not in physical form, but yeah. you know, let's say it would be on YouTube. Well, you can't do it physical if you've got lot, you know, loads yeah. of people. In the yeah. Future. So have a, have a, have a select day every week where we come, we come together and we vibe out, man. Like we talk about, yeah, we talk about stocks and stuff like that, but it's not going to be morbid and boring. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be, you know. Because investing can be lonely, right? Of course it's it can. Lonely. Yeah. So this is why it's important to be communal based and build community because then there may be days when you are feeling a bit lonely or you're unsure. And it's important that if you have an idea, you can feel safe, come into a safe environment, yeah, like share it. the idea and get opinions on it. That's to what actually navigate. And that's that's it's invaluable. Yeah. It's so important. And maybe also when you're in trades, you can think irrational. And obviously having someone or people that you can speak to that aren't in that yes. trade can help you rationalize things. Because how yeah. many times have you got out? I mean, I personally talk about myself. I've been in a trade. I've got out of it because yeah. I had no one to speak to. Yeah. And the moment I get out of it, I think, oh, actually, it wasn't that bad. You know, whereas if yeah. I had that community to speak to. So important. Help because sometimes we, we all get stuck on this we look straight ahead but really what we need is someone to look bird's eye for us yeah i get it and see the whole mo roadmap and that's what community can do yeah like it and that's important for me man so that's the mission of the next kind of from now up until the next uh three to five years is just building out this community really making an impact and just well, leading already. yeah just Massive. just just slowly um slowly but surely man an authentic path will always take longer um but I'm in it for the long haul, man. But so it lasts longer. It lasts longer. Yeah. It maintains and it's something that can be built upon. And uh, you mentioned about events. So just uh, whilst I, because um, I should have brought it up at the start, but I uh, didn't. How did your event go yesterday? Because you were on local radio yesterday in Coventry, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, it was, oh man, there. I'll be honest. Like I was just so happy that one, people came out and spent their Saturday night with me, which was, which was incredible to get yeah. anyone out of the house on a Saturday. And it looks good truly truly see people's faces and their brains really change as i was speaking and at the end you know speaking to people and just helping them believe going back to that word yeah. believe that they can do it ah, too. i can do that. Mm. that 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 was said to me countless times like and i, I love that i can about do you. that and most people they even didn't even say i believe it they said i'm gonna do it yeah. and it was go. like my job's yeah. done yeah well and done. if one person said that and i said you, you never know how events are gonna go or who's gonna turn up and that's part of the game you've got to deal with. And I said, and I made a decision months ago, if one person turns up, I'm going to give them the same energy. Yeah, I'm going to really pour into them and I'm going to make sure they change their trajectory by the time they walk out that door. Yeah, I love it. And I love that people turned up. We had about 30 people come out. Nice. Um, which, which was great. And, great. you know, we're all packed in this room. I had my flip chart and we're just giving it to them ABC so they could digest it. You know, talking in 
the language that they understand and breaking it down nice and slowly so they could absorb the information. Developing some stars for the future. That's it, man. So yeah, it, it was beautiful, man. I'm really, I'm really proud that we did it. I did it. And I'm glad because again, like I said, it wasn't about me. I didn't need to do it. I don't, like I said, this game's great because you can win in silence. Yeah. But I, I felt that if I really want to make impact and purpose, I want, I need to get back to the people, firstly, where I come from to show them this is what you can do with this information. Okay. And like I said, representation is what got me into the door. And it's what's going to get people into the door as well. I yeah, love it. Ash, I could talk to you all day. It's been amazing, man. I love it. I love thank it. you so much, mate. And um, thanks for coming on the show. And should we go grab a bite to eat or something? Yeah, man. It'd be my pleasure, yeah. man. Well, um, thank you very much for watching uh, Keep a Lookout, episode two with Ash Assets. Thank you very much. Take care. Goodbye. Salute.